Welcome to Recently Logged, where today we're talking about the best video game you'll never play. Hey, Hi. everybody. <laughs> Here we are. We're back again. We're back at it again. Um, we're doing a sequel. I, I mean... Cue the music. <laughs> wow. Are we just going to, for Luke's benefit, we're just going to perform all of We're Doing a Sequel exactly. from uh, Muppets Most every, Wanted? Every part. We're doing the whole thing. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I should have first. I don't remember the lyrics that well. All right, and there it was. We had to cut it due to copyright reasons. But well, I mean, obviously it's Disney. What I mean, do you it expect? was it was a great number. You guys really missed it. Yeah, I'm not. I wasn't as breathy as I usually am. But I've been practicing. <laughs> All right. Uh, hi, everybody. Um, Hello. I'm Micah. I'm Robbie. And we're recently logged. Um, <laughs> if you want, yeah. We're we're a little movie podcast. We we talk about little movies. Uh, not so little anymore, Micah. We're almost at 30k on that uh, Rogue Nation review. Why Rogue Nation? <laughs> Tell me, viewers. Tell Mission me, Impossible. Why Rogue, Rogue Nation? Nation? That's not even the best Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's not even close. Well, apparently, we should have just done more Mission Impossible episodes because in our uh, like top five most viewed episodes on YouTube, we have the Rogue Nation review and the Fallout Redux episode. <laughs> apparently, we just. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Tom Cruise come out with your new movie, so we can we talk. Should, about we should it. just do. We'll just change this into a Tom Cruise uh, podcast. Listen, all we have to do, we have to call <laughs> up Tom Cruise and be like, "Hey, hey, I know you had some hey. delays on shooting. Hey, <laughs> but if you could send me the earliest possible copy of Mission Impossible, <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be great. Wow, <laughs> thanks, Tom." Love you. Bye. <laughs> Love you. <ya. laughs> uh, yes. I'm sure that's going to happen. No, it is. I got his phone number. <laughs> it's almost as uh, probable as us having a guest on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> All right. So today we are talking about Raya and the Last Dragon, a 2021 movie. Yeah. New poppin'. Came, we, out, came out this year. We've been doing a ton of animated movies. <coughs> I, yes, we and have. I think that's why we've been performing worse. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that why? Yes. No one, no one likes animation. Nobody likes animation. Animation's for babies. It's, it's, it's true. I don't know what to tell you. That's why I'm definitely not making a video about Wolfwalker's animation. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like I said, I wanted to do a live action movie this week Ever because the past like six <laughs> episodes have been animation. Ever, Ever since, since we came back. Ever since we did Shrek. Oh my gosh. It's all been animated movies. Okay. Well, I mean, animated movies are good. We were on like a super long live action kick for a while, so. Just because of Mission Impossible, I guess? I mean, yeah, that too. I suppose that since the beginning of season three, though, hasn't been that bad. But we did like a wand division and then all animation. Oh, wand division. division. <laughs> no. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's get into the episode. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna go over the basic facts of the movie. Yeah. Uh, then we're gonna get into some discussion about it. Wow. What a what a radical formula for the show. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Raya and the Last Dragon is, like I said, a 2021 movie. It is rated PG. It's an hour and 47 minutes. It's a little IMDb description. is In a realm known as Kumandra, a reimagined Earth inhabited by an ancient civilization, a warrior named Raya is determined to find the last dragon. Wow. 
<laughs> Hence the title, Ryan the Last Dragon, I guess. Uh, it's cast features um, Kelly Marie Tran, Aquafina, Gemma Chan, uh, Isaac Wong, Daniel Day Kim, Benedict Wong. And yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's probably the main cast. I mean, it's, I a, it's a small cast, yeah. yeah. Directed by Don Hall, Carlos Lopez. Oh, gosh. Estrada? Probably Estrada. Yeah. And Paul Briggs. Uh, and there's another co-director as well. Paul Briggs is the co-director. And John Rippa. Yes. So. There it is. <laughs> I was trying to think. You said the score was by somebody. Um, I don't remember. Oh, um, gosh, dang it. Who did the score? I was thinking Tyler Bates because I just remembered uh, his John Wick credit. Uh, uh, James Newton Howard. Yes, James Newton Howard. What has James Newton Howard done? Um, he did, uh, uh, <laughs> dang it, Mike. <laughs> he did the Dark Knight trilogy. Yes, yes, thank you. <laughs> he did M. Night Shyamalan's <laughs> Glass. I was trying to remember. I couldn't remember for the life of me. I was like, no, I... That's interesting. I, I remember some of his movies, but Most yeah. Most of what he's done is, like, superhero movies, which... Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> um, I mean, it hasn't had time to win any awards because you know it just came out. Yeah, yeah, like it, it came out a little bit ago. There's been no awards for it, but yeah, that is Raya Doesn't and the last dragon. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you're making me cough. Good. <laughs> well, actually, not good. But, you know. <laughs> All right, uh, do we want to get into our basic? Yeah, thoughts? let's see. Let's see what Micah thinks no, of the let's, movie. Let's see what Robbie thinks of the movie. Um, what are your basic thoughts on Raya and the Last Dragon? Well, if I had to open my thoughts with a <laughs> with a short summary of what I think of Raya um, and the Last Dragon, of course, <laughs> <laughs> and the Last Dragon, that, that too. <laughs> um, I don't know why. I mean, I'm usually a fan of Disney's animated movies, especially given their catalog up to this point. Um, uh, yes, Frozen 2. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe not that one. Uh, but, I don't know, Raya's such an odd film, and you can kind of tell that it was produced during a quarantine compared to, their, compared to Disney animation's other movies. Yeah. Anyway, just in general... Uh, fluidity of animation and stuff like that you can tell it's dipped down in quality a bit um, but that's not necessarily to its detriment uh, what yeah, to say, what to say like about to, the I'd like to take thing. a moment to appreciate this though the last three major features that Walt Disney Animation <laughs> Studios has put out has been Ryan the Last Dragon Frozen 2 and Ralph Breaks the Internet <laughs> yikes <laughs> yeah, they're on a they're on a bit of a weird streak. Um, well, before that, it was Moana and Zootopia. So. Ooh, good stuff. Um, I, I don't know. I, I always struggle to come up with something to say during this part because I just don't know how to summarize how I feel about a movie. Wow. Um, but you'd be a bad letterbox to review. <laughs> I feel like my biggest problem with it. I, I do like the movie. Get that out of the way real quick. I do enjoy watching Raya and the Last Dragon. Um, but <laughs> I, uh, I think the story it's trying to tell with Kumandra and whatever, and all the different, uh, like groups in the world, 
I think it would have just been better suited to a longer form of storytelling oh, yeah. of some kind. Definitely. <laughs> it's just a very dense movie, and it doesn't give itself much time to breathe anywhere. Yeah, it literally so, just doesn't give itself enough time to be which is really odd, good in any element. It's even it's longer than your given animated kids movie. Right? Like, it's like an it's, hour 47. It's almost at two hours, which is pretty rare for especially like a Disney animation movie. Yeah, and especially one that plays it straight. It's not a musical or anything. Mm -hmm. Dang, I miss Moana. (laughs) (laughs) Moana was superior. (laughs) All right, well, that's roughly what I think of Raya the Last Dragon. What did you think of it? All right, what did did I think of Raya the Last Dragon? I hate... No, I didn't hate it. (laughs) Um, I thought it was disappointing. Um, When, like, it came out, I had heard a bunch about it being, like, you know kind of mid-tier when it comes to Disney that wasn't really doing the most. Yeah. Um, But then it really disappointed me when I got into it because there is a lot really cool for me personally in this movie. I really liked the world that they built up and I even liked the way the animation looked. I thought I wouldn't like how the animation looked like from a design standpoint. Yeah, no, I thought the art direction was pretty cool. Um... And, like, the different locations are all very nice. I love the combat. I like all of that stuff. And I think it could have made a really cool movie, even with the dragons and even with the story idea. I think it could have made a really cool story at yeah. any rate. Yeah. Um, it probably would have had to be multiple movies to really get the story. Yeah, they would have um, had to chop some stuff out to, <laughs> to make this, like, what I would think, an efficient movie script. But, but yeah, at the end of the day, like, almost every element of this movie, for me anyway, feels super underwhelming there's nothing to like any element in it there's hardly any good character arcs because they don't give anybody time they don't really explore any of the locations or give good world building for how like this entire world works or how it worked before they're just like well here it is and then things happen and like there are some funny moments in this, I will say. I laughed a couple of times. Mike is like, I did laugh. I, um, I did laugh. <laughs> Don't I think, worry. I think I laughed like three times. <laughs> but as a comedy, it's not very well done because it's not a straight comedy. But as an adventure movie, it's not super well done either because it doesn't really get the adventure movie aspect like of like your typical quest, go get these items and bring them together while building up a team kind of movie. <laughs> it just doesn't really get that. And it ends up being a very almost forced feeling aspect of the movie. Yeah. No, I would I would agree with that. But um yeah. Overall it's not like aggressively terrible. No. But it's not good, I would say. <laughs> no, it's definitely not it's definitely not as good as something like uh, Moana or something like yeah. uh, just to pick another Disney animated movie. I would say, I would say it's movie. better than uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Well, that's <laughs> that's <laughs> not exactly hard. Um, Probably my least favorite Disney animated movie ever. <laughs> not Frozen Two. <laughs> no, Frozen Two. It's down there, but it's not the worst of the worst. I mean, we talked about it. Yeah. Go listen to our Frozen Go listen Two. Go to our Frozen Two episode. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, those those would be my basic. Thoughts your opening thoughts for your for for the rest of the discussion <laughs> <laughs> so uh now we're gonna get into our main discussion the the real the, the real the review where where in which <laughs> we discuss amazing <laughs> all right micah all right 
<laughs> do do you have a question to start us off? Um, I I do have wow. a question to what a, start us. What off. a radical notion! <laughs> um, what is your favorite? Oh my god! This is gonna be pretty crazy. Oh my gosh. Scene or sequence? I should have. I I'm gonna go back in time and make myself never say this question. <laughs> I'm no. I'm never gonna no, spawn think, it on the podcast. You should, I think you should go back in time. <laughs> And choose a favorite cedar sequence oh while gosh, watching okay. Raya. Um, <sighs> favorite scene <sighs> or se- <laughs> or sequence in Raya and the Last Dragon. I, I have one. I mean, I like a lot of the scenes. Do I love a lot of the scenes? Um, ah, you better go first. I, I might have trouble picking mine is, in this. Mine is kind of lame because I, cause, and I was going to give a reason because I don't really think there are that many great scenes yeah. in Raya and the Last Dragon and, and a lot of that is because of what just, I think is part of the problem It just with doesn't the movie. slow down. Yeah, it, do, it never slows down. It doesn't give itself time to have any great scenes. Anytime you think there would be one, there's so much happening that there's no real time for good dialogue, good character growth, good anything. Yeah. So, like, I was going to say my favorite scene was the Boone introduction. That is a fun scene. Because <laughs> I like Boone. Yeah, I was about to say, it doesn't like Boone. Um, um, but, like, like even... Because I love... Like, my favorite kinds of movies are just, like, adventure kinds of movies. I love the adventure aesthetic... I like, That's why Ratatouille is his favorite. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like like Indiana Jones style things. I love like Uncharted, like all sorts of stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, adventure action kind of things. I love those. And even the scenes where it tries to do stuff like that, like that in it, there's just so much always bringing it down from like small little elements, and the fact that they literally give nothing any time to breathe. Yeah. So, like, the only one that they really do much like that in is the first stone. I think it's the Talon shard. Um, That's the desert one, I think. Yes. Yeah, so the Talon thing. And then, like, because... Spoilers for the movie, I guess we're going to spoil the whole movie (laughs) and it's new. So, spoilers. Um, When Sisu is there, like, because she's there, like, it's less, ooh, let's go adventuring. And it's more like, ha ha. Sisu, you're so dragony. <laughs> what? <laughs> dragony. And, and then the moment they do get to something that looks semi-cool, then Namari comes in and she's like, "Yeah, what are you up to, Raya?" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that scene had potential. Why you and don't then, even you don't even have to watch the movie anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I could give a summary of the whole movie. I could I could do all the dialogue myself. Wow. It's pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, what? Ah, gosh dang it. What is my favorite scene? I remember last night, or rather very early this morning. <laughs> yes, very early this morning. You said that the whole um, Guardians of the Galaxy holding hands scene was, your, was well, one of the best. I said it is one of the best in the movie. It actually has some, like, emotion to it. I don't know. I didn't get any emotion. Like, it it doesn't feel as earned as it should, um, just because we haven't spent enough time with these characters Mm. to really care about them. Uh, Crazy. But but, um, I think I would probably cite that as the best scene. It it best it best summarizes the like ideal of the movie, 
And I, I don't know. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. I was just, like, when watching, I was just never really convinced that, like, to care, I yeah. guess. I See, but I don't know what I'd pick as my favorite. I'd probably pick that as, like, the scene with the most artistic merit to it, quote-unquote. Quote but I don't know. I, yeah, we'll just say that's my favorite scene. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a favorite scene. Yeah. and If you want to go for that. Like, I, like you just think, and because it's going so fast, like, you can't, you hardly can even think of scenes. It's kind of just, like, chunks of movie. Yeah. Because, like, you have, like, the Talon and the... Uh, what is, what is I don't the remember. Fang, I don't remember any of the rest spine, of Heart. I don't know. Liver. <laughs> Liver. <laughs> the lungs. The spleen. <laughs> Why yeah. is everybody calling us Muslim? <laughs> But, like, yeah, so, like, you have, like, these interesting moments every now and then, like, mm-hmm. the one joke in the spine with the flower guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was funny, yeah. Definitely. Wait, wait, I was lying, because what's the guy's name? It's, like, Deng, Kai, Deng Hai, I'm Kai, the flower guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was funny, but it was out of nowhere, and that's probably why it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, I wish the whole movie was, like... I wish they would have gotten, like, full-on comedy with it. But, yeah, that's what I was saying. Or is, something. Is I don't know, movie, either that or just go full-on serious. Um, the MCU route, and uh, hit YouTuber Houston Coley actually talks <laughs> about this in his video. I saw it Where it feels very Marvel. It does. And the fact that they're trying to hit that tone. And they're trying to hit that pacing, that kind of serious, big, grand world, but also having, like, very, ah, that guy, get those quips and <laughs> Ah, joke. that guy. Like, and in, in, in even your characters... <laughs> Is that the energy? <laughs> your, your characters can break down into the Marvel tropes, really. And it all feels very... Yeah, it, it feels very Marvel I mean, superhero. We modern. know that we know that the Marvel stuff can produce a good movie. Yeah, like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, great movie. Which is probably the movie you could compare this to most. It's really funny, but it's um, also really uh, heartbreaking near the end. And pl- like plot-wise, Guardians is probably the one you could compare to this the most. That's true. But <laughs> you could see where it misses what makes Guardians work. Yeah, because what makes guardians work really is its character i was about to say the dynamic that all of them have and we get to see it play out not just like during the like super plot relevant scenes like there's multiple scenes where they're just hanging out places waiting for stuff yeah where where it gives them a chance to more flesh out what like the characters are. whereas this movie it doesn't even give you enough time for raya and namari's rivalry to make any sense yeah <laughs> like and every time they introduce a new character and like they they have really cool aspects i really like boone yeah boone's such a um, fun character I really like, and even the other characters who I don't like as much. Um, <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, and the rest. Of <laughs> they add interesting, and they could add interesting dynamics as they play off of each other. Mm-hmm. Because they're all from different areas, they all have different backgrounds, they all have different aspects, they all have different strengths and weaknesses. But they all share the common thing, like in Guardians, that they've all lost people. Mm-hmm. So wow, it really, it really is like Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> but it just doesn't work, and it's not anywhere near anywhere near as funny 
or interesting as Guardians. But again, it doesn't go straight comedy. Well, I mean, neither does Guardians. Yeah, but like... It's a, it's a dramedy. Guardians is much more comedy than Yeah, I no, it has, it has quite a bit more. <laughs> uh, do you have a question, though? I do have a question, Micah. Oh, well, you check your stocks. <laughs> check my stocks? What stocks? <laughs> going down in value, Rebby. I know. <laughs> um, what did you think of... We I mentioned the general animation quality being worse. Uh, what what did you think of how how it looked, Micah? Like the art direction so, and the actual animation itself. So there were a lot of moments where I really really liked how it looked. I think this movie's got some good use of color. I think it's very bright and Ooh. um, like I think the cinematography is even pretty good most of the time. Yeah, it's yeah pretty good. There's a couple <laughs> instances of good, and there's a couple instances of just. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's not aggressively bad cinematography. Yeah. Um, <sighs> but I I don't know. This was just me while watching it, mm-hmm. and I and I don't know if it's from like you said, like the animation feeling a bit more choppy. But I felt like a lot of times the mouths, while they matched up, and like it just didn't feel <laughs> they like didn't they connected. Up. If that makes sense, and I feel like this only makes sense if you're somebody who watches a lot of animation and pays attention to mouths, or even is animated, or tried to do voice for animation, because there's you know you could just throw a voice onto a character and the mouths <laughs> yeah. can match, but that doesn't inherently mean that it meshes. I think the I think what's off about a lot of the dialogue in this is a lot of the physicality of the characters doesn't seem to reflect the performance as well as it usually does. Yeah, the physicality of the characters in general is very weird throughout. And yeah. I uh, like and I think it works better for all of the side characters. I don't think I have ever noticed that as a problem with any of the side characters. I felt like their physicality yeah, matching yeah. their voice was very well, well done. But like Raya and the dad yeah the dad was weird even even somewhat namari they (laughs) all are kind of like they fall into this weird like i don't i don't know yeah i don't know how to describe it don't really match the performance in a way but i feel like that's the fault of definitely the animation like not the animation but like the the people who decided to do that physicality with them not the voice acting because i like the voice acting I was about to say, Kelly Marie Tran gives a much better performance than I was expecting. Yeah, no, like, I really like the voice acting throughout the movie, but I just feel like... like Aquafina's performance. (laughs) Aquafina. We'll we'll get to Aquafina. (laughs) Wow. Um, But, like, even in this one scene, I've referenced it a couple times, uh, is when the dad and... um, Raya are walking. <laughs> the dad and uh, what's her name? Uh, the person with the last dress. <laughs> Raya are walking down as yeah. young Raya, and like they're talking about the fact that uh, the the clans, the cities, they're all coming. I, I don't know. They're all coming together, <laughs> and like Raya keeps making like these movements, and even some of her dialogue is all very odd to me. I, I would cite that as one of my least favorite scenes in the movie, just from the fact of how it feels so off, you know? Like, she's all like, yeah, the two baddest swords are gonna be doing this, and I'm like, what? 
like and she does like this weird like arm thing and i'm and it just, it just pulls me out of like the the movie they're going for no that scene is weird i it has a weird energy i don't know what's up and with then it. they just and then they just turn it into an exposition dump scene it always has been like a... um yeah i would i don't know um yeah <laughs> i'm trying to think of if i have another question um what do you think of sisu like in general towards the plot of the movie just as a character as a character how she affects the movie you know i i think how to how to describe sisu (laughs) um you know i actually do really like sisu's existence in this movie yeah um it's she's definitely essential to the plot (laughs) yeah of course um (laughs) But I don't know. I don't have too much to say about her, really. She just really is there to speak the message of the movie, make a few jokes, and that's about it. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting because they set her up to have a character arc, I feel, anyway, but they never give her one. Oh, did they? I, I, I I didn't feel that way. I always felt like they were trying to go for this. She was the whole underdog dragon and she was supposed to prove her worth or something, but Uh, she never really does anything. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose so. I, I mean, she does something. She doesn't (laughs) really do anything. She gets, (laughs) she uses her siblings magic and that's about it. Yeah. Um, Um, like, like, and that's what I, that, that I think plays into a lot of like what we've been saying is the overall problems for this movie. But, like, I felt it was very weird for her character because I feel like she should be a really important part of the movie, but she really is kind of just there for plot and to say the message of the movie. Yeah. Like she doesn't really add much to the dynamic I that they have. I was about to say, she just kind of is there to say to Raya that she's wrong, but like about her <laughs> ideology of the world, and that's about it. I mean, she obviously helps them get the other, like, shards or whatnot, Um and there's a few instances where, like, she's there to help them get out of something or what, like, yeah. whatever, you know. But, like, as, like, chemistry-wise, to the group even, I, I feel like they're... she doesn't really add much. She yeah. doesn't interact with anybody very much. I mean, I don't know. She's pretty fun in this. Like, no, I think yeah. I think the character is fun. But I'm saying, like, for the overall group. And, like, for the dynamic, what is she in the dynamic? She's never really talking with anyone but Raya. Um, and her and Raya usually are just, like, Raya's usually just like, that's nice, now stay safe so we can <laughs> save the world. <laughs> yeah, I guess I can see what you're saying. I, I didn't get what you were saying. I was like, what? What, what are you talking about, Mike? <laughs> and, like, yeah, I just feel like hmm. for as much as this movie is doing, you'd think Raya and the last dragon would be the two elements that it really, like, gives Cracks down on, to. yeah. Um, even if even if the the side characters, which are good, just kind of got pushed to the side due to time. <laughs> to the um, wow, like I feel like Raya and the Last Dragon should have been like a big thing. They should have had some connection. Um, kind of like even to, to draw back to Moana. Obviously, you wouldn't do it exactly like that because the dynamics are completely different. But like with Maui and Moana oh being God. forced to work together, <laughs> like you know, they they end up growing into a dynamic together and end up working yeah. really well together. But because this movie is doing so much, it never even gives you the time of like 
you know the time of re- the, the times that Moana and Maui crow together, which is when they're on the boat alone with nothing else mm-hmm. to do. Hmm, it's almost like Ryan the Last Dragon just needed to be made in a longer form of media, <laughs> <laughs> which is interesting because uh, at the beginning of this video uh, or this episode, I should say, because it's not always going to be a video. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of this episode, I for our little opening, I said the best video game you never will play, um, because me and Robbie picked this apart pretty hard and how it would be. Yeah, uh, we really... picked it apart pretty hard. <laughs> Not in the episode. I'm just talking beforehand, like pretty hard to how it, like it would be a really it probably just... a really good video game. Like, um, just to offer some context to that statement, to that cl- ludicrous claim. Oh, I was about to do that, but yeah, go yeah. For it. Um, it's just this movie does not provide enough screen time for as dense of a story as they're trying to tell. It's this sprawling... uh, Well, not... Like, in the movie, it's not sprawling because they don't have the time for that. But, like, they're going to multiple different locations and they're facing different obstacles each place. Yeah, they're effectively going across the whole country, by the way. (laughs) They're adding new team members every time. Um... And it just doesn't... The the movie that we have doesn't give any of the characters or locations enough time to feel fleshed out in any way that's meaningful. Yeah, and even, even for instance, like, when they go to Spine and, like, they get triggered, like, Sisu gets tricked and she's about to die, blah, blah, blah. The evil ladies are like, mm, tell us where those pieces are. And then, like, <laughs> why does she sound like that? And then, like, two seconds, like, literally two seconds, it doesn't have any time to breathe, it doesn't have any stakes. Raya just rolls up, bursts through, steals the gym all in one movement, <laughs> and rescues Sisu. Yeah. And then they just leave. <laughs> You're probably at Spine for like 10 minutes. Um, it's just. And and they present these really unique, cool looking locations, like, and and that's how we kind of got on the vibe of yeah. video games when talking, mm-hmm. is because in all of these different locations, and even even the vibe the movie gives off kind of feels like video game cutscene level. <laughs> it, it really does. You know, the first time I watched it, I was like, dude, this kind of feels like a video game cutscene. <laughs> but um, what's up with that? Like, if if it was a video game, it would give you... And, and obviously other things could work, like a TV mm-hmm. show or something. Yeah, like work a for yeah, this. miniseries, but, um, something like that. Just something with a longer runtime. But, like, a video game, we started talking about how cool a video game with this could be, <laughs> how you could make it open world, and the different sections you could spend actually a long time getting to know the area, learning new mechanics at, with each different party member and each different stone, mm-hmm. how, like, even the sword itself is such a video game thing. Right, sword straight out of like god of war yeah (laughs) and like you have all of these different elements and even the adventure aspect of the game would make more sense as a game mechanic device rather than a plot device yeah no i mean it's just it's it's so weird to me how well this story would fit in something other than a movie right like how much book tv show (laughs) video game almost any other kind of storytelling would probably fit this story it's just it just doesn't have nearly enough time to flesh out what is a pretty decent like pretty good story i think and i think that's that's something that kind of gets missed because like i think the story itself is cool and i like it 
but I don't like how they do it in the movie. Yeah, I was about to say I liked the I like the idea of like them picking up someone new at every uh, different like place and eventually showing that unity is what they all needed all along, what whatever and whatnot. Like that the message of the movie. I think that's really cool, but they just don't give it nearly enough time for it to have any weight at all. Yeah, like Robbie Robbie even mentioned for like um what are those guys? What, what did I mention? What, what, what place is that? <laughs> I don't. I don't know the, what you're talking about. The big man. guys, the uh, the guys with the axes. Um, what, what, what is theirs? That is. It's not talon or spine. Fang. Right? Fang. Yeah, yeah. No, fang is cats. Wait, crap. Claw. Uh, claw. Claw. Yeah. That's a thing, right? I think so. <laughs> we have no idea. <laughs> I think. I think claw is a thing. I don't know. <laughs> Tail, maybe. I don't know. Time. I don't know. Just just continue anyway, with your statement. The tough anyway, guys with the axes. Yeah, the tough guy with the axes. So like <laughs> we get to him and you could do such an interesting like we we remarked on this that you could do such an interesting character even if you did like even if you played it a little bit more seriously or something because he's from this group of people that's kind of like kind of that viking vibe of yeah. how they're they're just trained to fight and kill and always face a fight no matter what for valor and everything. He even mentions like, you know, valor. And everybody in his entire clan or tribe or whatever, you know, they they die essentially. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. get turned to stone because there's no stakes in this movie. <laughs> but um what? There's stakes. There's no stakes. There's no consequences for anything. Um <laughs> But, like, you have this character that could have this really interesting story because he had a kid. He was, like, he has this whole thing. And there is a, like, you know, there's a baby as part of their crew. So when you connect with them and all of his past, like, you could have, Rabbi even mentioned, like, a God of War-style <laughs> story of how this guy who's lost everything and his entire life was nothing but, like, violence and killing and learning how to do that now has to be able to come to terms with having to take care of this kid and it could be like this really really cool character arc that goes on mm-hmm. in the background of this movie uh well of this story because you couldn't include that in a movie it's just too much but you could include it in like a video game or a show i was about you to say you could just give it you could show. just honestly i was thinking to myself like while we were watching it the second time i was like you could just do a, a show and a miniseries even where they're just doing a different location every episode and actually give time to uh, like establish someone else's place in like the group that they're the team if you will that they're yeah. forming and um i actually have a question based okay. off of this whole conversation uh what do you think of like with all of this that we're talking about, what do you think of, like, the Avatar vibe that this whole movie <laughs> has? Vibe. Like, how do you think that plays into it? Well, I mean, like, it's, it's like I said, it's pretty obvious that The Last Airbender was a pretty... Influ- I mean, it's it's a very influential piece of media in general, but it was obviously a yeah. major inspiration for this. Yeah. Um, what do I think of that? What it, yeah, like, what how do you think it affects, like, the movie that's there? Uh... I, I don't know. I think a lot of Raya's coolest world aspects, like the, the aspects of the world that I like the most, are, come from that inspiration. Like, I don't know. It, it's pretty... It, it's like tale as old as time, really, honestly. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Like, 
what do I think of that? Because what I was kind of going for there is like okay. the characters similarly in Avatar, like in their way the group comes together. That's the characters true. all have very similar vibes to like the main cast of Avatar, and um, yeah, I didn't think about that. The way they all come together in Avatar versus how they try to make them all come together in this movie feels very interesting and i feel like it plays into how you could have made this like a better story <laughs> in longer form yeah because like in avatar it takes a long time for like any of them to get along at all <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah no that's i mean it's an interesting note i i don't know if i really have anything to say about it it's 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 just interesting it just further proves uh, well, I mean, it doesn't prove, but it further <laughs> further adds to my point that it should just be a longer thing, like because yeah. like every other element of the of the movie actually is pretty good. Like, yeah, like like this movie is pretty okay. I give it two and a half stars, which is like right down the middle of the road because yeah. most elements of the movie individually are pretty decent yeah like the voice acting is pretty great. The score is good. Yeah, the score is pretty. The great. animation like it looks visually good yeah. even if it's a little bit more choppy um and like i don't know even the like, story is cool yeah the, the world story elements like are the story cool. concepts cool the general idea for the movie is cool and you have all and that's why i said i think this movie feels more disappointing and the reason i don't like yeah. it as much as i probably could if it was even a little bit more put together like if they if they cut down on just some things and let it be what it is and actually land some of the stuff even if you like i said have like nothing in interesting at all with the side <laughs> characters or anything and like just whatever it takes to get at least some semblance of a good emotional core to the movie because i feel like that That's was true. missing for me cuz i mean raya's whole motivation for the whole thing is she just wants to get her dad back but we haven't spent like we spent once although i will say that's the relationship they spend the most time on surprisingly um even then it just doesn't there i don't feel like there's that much stakes yeah that's what i'm saying there is no stakes in this movie because there's no consequence nobody's dying they're just turning to stone and there's and they have a pretty decent easy to understand for the audience standpoint way to fix that and i don't know maybe maybe this movie for me would have worked better because it's only been six years in movie <laughs> which is very little time Since in my the opinion shattering of the stone um and like maybe if it would have taken longer and maybe there are some other side effects like maybe people like stone statues were starting to crumble or something <laughs> or something I don't know something because there's literally no nothing changes like besides just people's minds by the end of the movie really because there are no stakes to it nobody dies nobody even even Sisu which I really hoped would stay dead just to punctuate <laughs> ouch no to punctuate like the message of the movie I thought they could have done something really emotional with the fact that Sisu died because of Raya and yeah. I thought they could have done a really cool, like, heartbreaking almost character moment with Raya that Sisu's just gone and she'll never be back. Because the entire time, Sisu is this very, like, you know, she's fun. She's that kind of goofball character. 
on the team kind of goofy but she always <laughs> and, and you know she has the right ideal uh, ideology that the movie is trying to I say i was about to say the movie is like she is correct in her worldview <laughs> um so it would be really it would, i think it would hit harder for me personally and actually give some emotion to the movie if she would have died died And then I feel like that would have actually played to her character of the whole, she was kind of a, like, she wasn't the greatest dragon. Then then all of the other dragons would be like, you know, she was the best of all of us or something. (laughs) I don't know. Like, you know. Yeah, no, that's a neat idea. It's a novel idea. It just just bothered me that there are no stakes in the movie for me. Well, I mean, there are technical stakes. There's no, like thing for the audience but never once do they do the main characters even get close to turning to stone yeah i mean yeah they do near the end of the final yeah, like the very very the final end. battle yeah but i'm saying just average goings on the only stakes yeah. that they have that's threatening is fang and they're not really doing much <laughs> yeah no it is it is weird and like i said like in a different medium that would probably be less of a problem because there's just more time for them to not be like yeah. i don't know like I, like, like i don't similar, even know what i'm trying similarly to say. in avatar though in avatar the entire time yeah. essentially they're being chased by the fire nation yes just like they're being chased by the fang nation mm. <laughs> and the- it was all it was all peaceful until, the, until fang attacked <laughs> <laughs> when they needed Sisu most, she, she vanished. vanished. Yes, <laughs> um, and wow. like the, it's a constant thing in Avatar, though. Like they're constantly mm-hmm. taking. Yeah, every time they take a breath, Fire Nation shows up. Whereas in this, Fang just kind of seems like, yeah, whatever. It's Fang. They have like three cats we have five people i don't know why we're even worried about it wow <laughs> like and and because um and i wanted to talk about namari too in like in a second but because there is no real stakes with namari personally for me anyway that i felt no personal stakes between raya and namari i mean yeah they don't really give a chance for there to be anything between them <laughs> they're just like yeah raya oh namari oh. i mean like obviously raya's upset because she like Tricked lied her to her when she was like 10 but like <laughs> she knew her for 10 minutes <laughs> yeah i was about to say i don't know why it means so much to her when like when it was it was only like a few minutes for us. yeah I was, I was gonna talk about that with namari is in the movie you know they come over the, her dad invites all the nations over and even fire nation <laughs> Whoa. um and Fire Nation child Zuku <laughs> is all like, oh, Raya, I'm going to be nice to you. <laughs> and, and she comes off as all innocent and she's like, oh, I'm all sympathetic and stuff. What? And then she's like, oh, let me show you the, the room at the gym just because. And then she's like, thank you, Raya. You've been most helpful. <laughs> wow. And then Raya's like, what? What? This is crazy. <laughs> I'm never going to trust anybody ever again. <laughs> yeah, it's... <sighs> and that's her whole character, is that she doesn't trust because Namari, 
the person she knew for probably in universe like two hours like betrayed her and once again in like a um in a show or something you would have time maybe you could have like a full day of all of the different like peoples together in peace for like and like raya and uh namari like actually getting along for like the whole day and whatnot yeah, and you to could actually have, give it some, like, and you could have some stakes, interesting yeah. vibes. It's like yeah. all of them are edge, uh, like on edge, see, yeah. thinking people are gonna make a play for the gym. And that way, when the the betrayal just actually means more to the audience because we've spent longer hoping for the same thing that the dad's hoping for, which is uh, peace, which yeah, is the, you, what we're supposed to be. Hoping and you for. think, and you think it might work, and that it's it's you're like maybe they're coming together. That way, it just it just. It, nothing in this movie seems to have the emotional weight that it should. It's like the prequels. The prequels is a great story. The Star yeah, Wars prequels. I would, for those, I would agree. For it's very similar vibes to the Star Wars. Prequels. It's got it's really, it's really got an amazing, good ideas an amazing, story. amazing story most of the time. Not all the time, <laughs> um, but like a lot of a, a lot really of great ideas. A lot of great story. ideas for expanding the Star Wars universe and everything. Exploring more of the like Republic side of what's going on in star wars because like the old republic stuff is the coolest stuff in star wars <laughs> um, and, and i don't think anybody would uh, if you argue this me i will fight you because all of the older <laughs> stories in star wars like the clone wars and everything like that is the cool stuff in star wars but like it, it, yeah no actually the now that i'm thinking about it i'm glad i thought of this uh the star wars prequels uh, compared to like the Clone Wars is a great comparison because the movies just don't have enough time to fully give how dead like the the plot of the movies is so freaking dense yeah it doesn't have time to deal with any of it and that and and you know the prequels have other problems yeah no they have a lot in. of other problems um, <laughs> uh, but the Clone Wars the show pulls off telling essentially the same story uh -huh. and it does it so much better it's considered one of the best things in star wars and i would agree with that because the show is actually genuinely really good the emotion hits and like all of these moments even when they go over stuff that happens in the movies mm -hmm. it's it hits so much harder because you've spent so much more time with these characters in the world and you get invested in all of this so by the end of the show when they pull the whole anakin's becoming darth vader thing yeah like everybody obviously knows is going to happen <laughs> yeah it hurts a lot more because you've spent like eight seasons or something <laughs> stupid with these characters and getting to know them and getting invested in them but yeah, no, I think, dang, I'm glad I thought of that. That's a, that's a great example of what I'm trying to communicate is my major problem with Raya. It's just way too dense for us to get hooked in emotionally or like in any other way, really. Yeah. And with the Namari thing too, I was actually going to mention before we went off on like the prequels, thing, yeah, yeah. which is a good comparison, I will say. Um, I was going to say, even, even if they had done more in after the time jump with Namari and Raya to get their rivalry. Yeah. Because the first time they interact, they're like, hmm, long time no see. I thought you just missed me. Hey, and like giving giving these like very <laughs> like long time rival quips to each other. Like they have this kind of energy that you get from like really well written rivals. <laughs> but it's just it, it, it falls really flat yeah, no, because it, they have no work. rivalry really. <laughs> It's not, there's not a rivalry. She just betrayed her once. 
Yeah, like one time after <laughs> after talking about dragons for like probably, seven minutes. Probably <laughs> heavily influenced by her mother. <laughs> yeah. Because it, they were children. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. I, that honestly, between the super dense plot and that main rivalry, which should be like the main... I don't. I don't want to say yeah, the main driving really, force. Really, I think, I think it should the be story super important. Should, I think the too. story should boil down to because it's what matters to the story: Raya and Namari, mm-hmm. and Raya and Sisu. Well, I mean, uh, uh, to make another Marvel comparison, that's kind of what Black Panther does, and I think it does a, a heck of a lot better than this, um, where it's kind of. I'm, I'm trying to think of how to describe it, um, but like the rivalry in Black Panther. Um, be, it's an idealistic rivalry. Yeah, they is have, what makes it so compelling. Yeah, and there's they, it, they, they just agree don't on stuff. Exactly, but they disagree on so much. But in this movie, that because that's kind of the vibe that I got yeah, from th- this. That is a similar comparison yeah, in character. Rivalry. They have the whole point of the movie is their ideology is wrong. Raya's ideas about the world is wrong, and if the, everyone just gave each other a little bit of trust it would all be okay kind well, of thing yeah but the whole thing is like both of their ideologies yes, are wrong yes. namari and raya and and like like in black panther mm-hmm. where you know um killmonger's view was just kill everyone <laughs> and uh it's actually interesting because it's the opposite in uh, in this because <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. t'challa's thing is like yeah we just gotta yeah just <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't even know how to describe what his plan was yes but like he sees the holes in his like his ancestors his father mm-hmm. and their father's like way that they ran the country by keeping it hidden from everybody yes by keeping all of these life-saving super <laughs> valuable resources to themselves and it's the same reason Killmonger wants to use it, but Killmonger wants to use it to try and take over, essentially, to try and get what he thinks is justice. Yeah, no, I. it's not like a perfect 1-1 comparison. I just think it's, it's another example of a movie doing something better than Raya, and it's kind of in the same vein. Yeah, but like, what I was going for was like, is that yeah, yeah. T'Challa has to see that that in some instances killmonger was right he they, he there there was in, mm-hmm. injustice in yeah. what happened yeah and it becomes this really cool rivalry because you have these people who have gone like killmonger's gone too far in one direction and the entire time they're fighting t'challa is even trying to bring him back he's constantly yeah. trying to reason with him not just be like ah haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> Dang it, Did man. Did you miss me? <laughs> I can't wait to rewatch Black Panther. I haven't seen it in years. I want to watch that again. <laughs> hey, we watched Good that movie. in theaters opening night. Yeah, baby. Good movie. Good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Probably one of the best that the MCU has put out. Yeah. But yeah, um, do you have any other questions? Because I, I'm kind of wrapping down on my um, my discussion for Raya. Last thing I really wanted to touch on was Aquafina. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you mentioned Cisu that earlier. Aquafina. Yeah. Uh, we did bring up Sisu and the her role in but the main universe. Aquafina. But yeah. What, what did you think of Aquafina's performance? You know, I know a, a lot of people who were like, Aquafina's performance and this is the death of cinema. <laughs> And I really don't think it was that bad. I don't know. Sure, I thought th- it was pretty funny. I thought there were a couple instances of being like, eh, I don't like that. <laughs> like just in some in some ways and how like 
how they did her character, how extreme she was, but I did find a lot of the stuff that she said, like, funny, and I thought that the performance worked pretty decently well. I thought, I thought it was a pretty charming performance in, in my yeah, mind. Anyway. Like, I don't know. It got me more connected than, like, if she was just <laughs> bland. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, like, some of the lines that she said, I, I laughed at, like, the, the Tuesday thing. <laughs> the Tuesday. <laughs> and, and part of that was due to Aquafina's performance. Yeah. I don't think she's the best for emotion in I was about movie. to say, a lot of the emotion... I was going to bring that up. A lot of the emotional moments... Uh, I was just like, ooh, uh, Aquafina, do, do you need to practice this a few more times? Yeah, and it's interesting, too, because the other Aquafina role we've seen her in is The Farewell, which yeah, is probably very Aquafina's only serious role ever, <laughs> and she kills it. Like, she actually genuinely does say, a really great game, job man. in The Farewell. And that's really weird, because most of the time when she's doing, like, her silly comedy stuff, I feel like she's not doing as well acting-wise. Yeah, I don't know. Her performance is kind of odd in this movie, but not. I wouldn't cite it as yeah, bad. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think it. It took me out as much as a lot of people were saying. Like, yeah. I, I know a lot of people who were saying like, "Oh my god." That's the only like, reason I bring it up. Like, because a lot of people were like, "Terrible! Yeah. I can't believe that, like <laughs> that they have this movie ruining <laughs> cast in this." And I really didn't think it was that bad. Like, I was surprised because, like, the first line was the whole Tuesday thing, <laughs> Tuesday. and I laughed at that the first time it happened. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, yeah, like I said, I think for the most part, she's just okay, like most mm-hmm. elements of this movie. Yeah. They're very half-baked. And I think, uh, not to get too far off topic, I think Kelly Marie Tran as Raya could have been amazing, but the, the screenplay is just really holding it uh, yeah, all of the elements of the, in this movie yeah. back and a lot of the dialogue and a lot of the moments mm-hmm. are cut i think she could have like killed it and i mean she does a really good job yeah but raya is just such a flimsy character yeah, in this because movie. all of the characters are flimsy <laughs> you just don't really get any opportunity for any of like mm-hmm. the voice acting to really hit hard um yeah i don't know which is why i think Aquafina's performance really isn't that big of a thing for me because it doesn't really change much. They wouldn't have had like big emotional moments either way. Like the the movie would have kind of been eh, even if Aquafina gave a bad performance. (laughs) So yeah, I don't really have a big problem with her in this movie. All right, well let's let's get into our let's let's wrap it up. Get into our closing thoughts. Yeah. All right. Well, if you if you had to sum up. All of your thoughts on Ryan the Last Dragon in two words. What would you say? Two words. <laughs> let's let's think. We gotta give us some some hard thought for this two words thing. Um, oh, I actually know what I would do. That's wild. That's, I was just joking. <laughs> Interesting, underwhelming. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say lost potential. That's. <laughs> Sad times, man. Well, yeah, that's that's essentially yeah, the yeah. same thing. It just it, it it really makes me sad when like um there there are a lot of indie movies like this too. Um, yeah, a lot of independent films I've seen just try and tackle too much for a movie. But it's kind of interesting too so in, in that instance because I think Disney having that kind of problem 
is 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 a, a done a lot differently than with an indie movie has that yeah kind of yeah <laughs> no obviously the problems this has are a bit different than, than uh what an indie movie has if it tries to tackle too much um most of the time it's more budget limitations than anything which is crazy because like disney has all of the resources <laughs> yes um which i mean also shout out to everyone who made this because they made it they, they, yeah, they made so it they made at it all, all like all of the animation and stuff was all done at home which, which like that's it, that is really impressive that's unprecedented and, and even though like i said the animation is a little bit more choppy it still looks it looks good really good yeah like, so, like seriously 100 percent props to the animators who worked on this movie and not to mention all the rest of the crew too like Honestly, in every aspect other than the writing, I, I liked this movie. Yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, like the screen, if you have a bad screenplay, more than likely you're gonna have a bad movie. Yeah. At the end of the day, sometimes things can save it, but they're usually live action is better at saving bad screenplays yeah. because of like it's usually the actors that save it. But voice <laughs> acting is a lot different in that aspect. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I I do admire what Raya was trying to do. Um, I just think it really falls flat in a lot of ways. But anyway, we're, yeah. we're supposed to be closing. Yes, go ahead, close your okay, thoughts. So, so in conclusion, <laughs> um, Raya is probably something I won't go back to a lot. I honestly probably won't think about it too much. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's kind of forgettable. And that's really sad to me because it's a really cool concept in a movie and like i said the best video game you'll never play at the beginning <laughs> i would like this looks like a video game i would love stealing my letterbox um, review mike <laughs> like and, 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 and at the end of the day it's not that i'm like angry or anything i'm just sad because mm -hmm. there's so much in this that looks like it could have been great so many good performances so much good animation and so much money and heart poured into the movie and at the end of the day it's just not very good and it's forgettable and it's yep. probably not going to leave any lasting impact on anything especially with no big theater release like yeah it had a theater release but like it still not a ton of people like there's no theater <laughs> hype like there used to be <laughs> the theater hype um so i feel like this is kind of just going to fall into the background and disney's probably not mm -hmm. going to do I, I could be wrong disney could take and try to do like spinoffs and stuff with it but, like, I feel like we've made this cool world with cool elements and cool voice acting and cool everything. And it's just going to die off of its first thing, <laughs> you know? You know, I just thought of another uh, pretty great comparison for this. And what I think Raya should do, honestly. Like, if, if I'm just going for what would be great for, like, the universe. Um, think, like, a Dark Crystal versus dark crystal age of resistance mike <laughs> they should they should do raya, <laughs> they should raya, do raya age of resistance, age of resistance. <laughs> and then it will get canceled on disney plus because people are terrible <laughs> right as it wins in a, a major award <laughs> but like uh, dark crystal has kind of a similar problem where dark it's just crystal age of resistance guys why did it get so canceled good. oh my gosh um but Dark Crystal has kind of a similar problem. I don't know. They're not important yeah, right no, now. No, that's a good comparison. Though. Um, if you've seen Dark Crystal, if you've seen the Dark if you've Crystal, seen the Dark Crystal and you've seen Age of Resistance, you know what I'm yeah, talking you about. Get it. <laughs> um, how to sum up my thoughts on Raya? Uh, it's I good ish. I like it. A lot of its elements are competent. Uh, I at worst and pretty good at best. So I, it's just it it's just really 
too dense of a story to tell in a movie and that's honestly to it that, that that's its biggest downfall in my mind yeah, which, it doesn't recover which is so that. odd because that doesn't happen for a lot of movies like a lot of movies just get a lot of like technical things wrong or just a few like elements of the screenplay are bad um just from a conceptual level but raya just has this odd problem of trying to do too much and just not having enough time to do it yeah and it's it's just really fatal to its quality which sucks because <laughs> I wanted, I wanted, I wanted like another Moana ideally. Yeah, I really like where I, it's just a newer Disney animated movie that's actually like good. And I don't think know? Moana is the greatest movie in the no, world, but we keep comparing it to it because Moana is a movie that's good enough to really be memorable, and it's yeah. gone down in like a really positive place in terms of Disney new animation. Mm-hmm. I really like Moana. <laughs> it's a fun movie. We should just watch Moana. Mo- watch <laughs> Moana and Black Panther, and then we'll watch all of uh, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. And Avatar. And Avatar, The Last Airbender. And the prequel. <laughs> and the, no, not the prequel. <laughs> yes, the prequels, <laughs> Um But yeah, no, that, that's how I would sum up my thoughts on Raya. All right, well, we're just crossing the hour mark oh in recording time, <laughs> oh so let's, uh, let's get into our What We Watched segment real yeah. quick. Yeah. And, uh... Well, well, then we'll close it out. Podcast. Yeah. All right, so for those of you who don't know, the What We Watched segment is just a short little segment at the end here, where we go over what we've logged on Letterboxd recently, <laughs> recently logged, what? Uh, and we just give our brief little opinions on the movies. It's nothing major, but when were you going to tell me that that was where our title came from? <laughs> it's a fun segment. <laughs> um, so we're starting on the thirty-first with uh, Storks. 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 The twenty sixteen uh, animated film. Uh, in competition with Boss Baby. Um, okay, so this movie, stupid as heck, but it's so funny. Like, I, I just say that really quick. Yeah, I was it's, about to say. It's actually funny, and I don't know why. I, I said in my letterbox review that it's a master class in comedy, and I, I will stand Only by that. I actually, I actually think that it has great comedy and that's all yeah, it has that's all it has uh <laughs> that's literally all it, it also has jordan peele as a wolf in this that's so true. if that's you true. want some jordan peele content director <laughs> of, of us if you want the jordan peele out, content go watch go storks. watch storks this movie is I will, hilarious you know i will genuinely recommend this movie to anyone yeah no, it's a good like, movie it's i don't know what to tell you <laughs> it's funny if you don't laugh at this i worry <laughs> wow uh on the second is the next time i watch something but i'm assuming um i mean on the first i rewatched stop making don't, sense don't again on it at all you've said this again for the past three episodes again micah um on the second uh we watched jurassic park jurassic park it's one of my favorite movies like, why did why did we watch jurassic park uh because the night before <laughs> oh right, 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 right i was in the mood to watch jurassic park <laughs> and then we had time so we just turned it on Maybe uh, you had time, Micah. <laughs> I love Jurassic Park. It's a classic. It's probably like what I would call my comfort movie. I've seen it a ton, like a million times. I mean, it is good. I'm not going to oh. deny that. It's one of my favorite Spielberg films. I've, I, I give it five stars. <gasps> five stars. Oh, I, I gave it a four Storks and a half. Three. I gave Storks a three and a half. Um, so what you're saying is that extra half star you gave to Stork should have gone. <laughs> should have just. I should have just plucked it off and put it on Jurassic Park. Uh, also on the second, I watched Warm Bodies for the first time. Warm Bodies. Um, real weird. It was. It was pretty fun. Um, real weird. I, I don't know. It's hard to talk. I, I like. You could do a whole episode on it. It's okay. really, really weirdly done. 
but like it wasn't bad. It was probably interesting and funny. Those bodies sure were warm. <laughs> <laughs> I, gave, I gave it three and a half. It was, <coughs> excuse me, it was pretty good. Well, there you go. <laughs> also on the second, technically speaking, even though it was that late, uh-huh. uh, I watched Tangled again. Um, like <laughs> Tangled is never not fun. It's, it's it's got so much good in it. It's got such a fun universe, it, man. It's got it's got a pretty bad pacing problem. <laughs> oh yeah, that's about it. Uh, but three and a half. Um, I also watched two movies technically that day while you were gone. Um, I watched Cruella in a theater. Good times, I dare say. Good times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I haven't seen Cruella, and I'm kind of sad. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, we'll probably do an episode on it when Micah sees it. Um, it's, it's good though. Good, good movie. I gave <laughs> good it a three and a half. <laughs> um, it was way better than I expected it to be. And to keep the fashion double feature going. Yeah, I was about to say it inspired me to finally check out Devil Wears Prada. I had been wanting to see it for like forever, um, but tea break hold on <laughs> um <laughs> not related to the jeff wears um it, it's basically just mean girls but set in a workplace instead of a high school and not a comedy yeah and not a comedy so i mean i admire it for that <laughs> i like me i saw the end of it it was pretty good yeah from it's what pretty I good <laughs> um i i don't know it, i gave it a four out of five i mean it just is a very solid movie uh can't ask for more it's next... my my favorite anne hathaway performance if that's anything of note the next morning uh on the third uh, i watched borderline it's a 50s uh fred yes. mcmurray movie who doesn't like fred mcmurray um this it wasn't very good uh, <laughs> it wasn't very good mainly just on a plot level it was just kind of stupid oh. and oh, really basic and like i don't know i just wasn't a fan of it really oh, it was still enjoyable basic. <laughs> but um i gave it two and a half uh, well, there you go. Also on the third, we watched Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2. Because we were working on stuff and wanted a movie we could turn on in the background. <laughs> right, and we had just watched Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs like the week before. Yeah. And I hadn't seen the second one in a while. Um, but, you know, it's fun. It is a fun movie. It's It's got Chester V. It's it can't not be bad. No, not, not Chester V, Micah. <laughs> Chester V is the greatest character of all time. Chester V might be the most <laughs> irritating fictional character That's ever That's what written. makes him so good. <laughs> Although I will say, the physical comedy in this movie, actually most of the visual gags and stuff in Claudia with the Chance of Meatballs 2 are just as funny, if not funnier, Dang than it. the first one. I remember one. we came up with like a good like 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 one sentence way to describe this movie versus the first one. Oh, it's like um it's like an anime remake of the first one like no everything is like turned up to 11 in like the physical yeah, comedy for the area. Ph- as for the physical comedy and the general like just vibes like of the, the movie. goofiness of the it movie just it just feels out. like an over the top oh oh I remember what I said I said it feels like a fan-made youtube like sequel to the first one where everything is just crazy and all the characters just seem like exaggerated caricatures caricature you know what i'm trying to say yeah yeah (laughs) yes of themselves yes and kind of like that which yeah i would i would probably agree i give it three stars though it's still pretty fun yeah i give it three stars as well uh then on the fourth uh, we watched Ray and the Last Dragon. <laughs> Indeed, we did. Then, technically speaking, on the fourth, right it was after late that, enough, uh, yeah. right after we watched Barb and Star go to Vista del Mar, which um, 
Um, I we rented to out, out of a red box. I wouldn't inherently times. suggest it. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, do, I definitely don't watch this unless you're old enough to watch it. But please. it was really like it was it was really unique and it was really funny actually. I yeah no, it's been one of my I don't know I, I don't know if I'll say one of my favorite modern comedies. It's definitely been one of my favorite comedies in like the 2020s like era the last few years. Yeah. Um, I just it's very much up my alley in a lot of its actual like gags, like, especially related to the actual is, Florida like culture and stuff. This thing is off the walls crazy. Yeah. Like it's going 110 percent into drugs. I think all the time. <laughs> um, and that that's really what I admire about it the most. Is it just it it goes for it. <laughs> that's really like that's it's got it, some darn funny jokes. It gets a, it, get, it had its concept and it just goes for it. And I I greatly admire that about any movie. I think. But it is a little. It's a little little racy. A little I'm racy. not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go off recommending it to yeah, a lot of people. Exactly. But that's... it is it is funny. I will say. Uh, I give it three and a half. The musical numbers in it were quite good. Too. The musical numbers were great. Uh, my review for it too was <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> because yeah. that's the vibe the movie gives. Uh, I gave it a four out of five. I said. Uh, Love that! I love the fact that this is in the running for the best film of 2021 so far, <laughs> manifesting Trish energy for my summer. <laughs> um, then on the fifth, um, which was the next day, uh, the next we watched day. Um, Wolf Walkers. The Wolf Walkers, uh, which I watched it for the video that We're I'm ready actually with the gonna wolves that I'm actually gonna write today, coming on my channel, Imgrowy Films on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, I took a month break, everybody, but I'm coming back. I promise. I just gotta get this giveaway shipped out. We're with the wolf. Uh, but Wolf Walkers is a masterpiece. Yes, yeah, we've is. talked about it. We did. We did whole episode. Five whole stars. Episode. <laughs> I caught like the middle part of it. It's good stuff. <laughs> uh, then what, what did you watch? I guess the next thing would be that night we watched Aladdin. Hey. It had been the first time we'd seen Aladdin in quite a while. Uh, I think it's the first time I've seen it in like two years or something. I've watched it. Yeah, well, I wasn't decently saying, like, recently like, forever. I'm just saying <laughs> it's, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been um, a little bit. You know, Aladdin is still probably one of my favorites of the '90s era Disney. Um, I just really like the songs. I really like the vibe the movie gives off. It's got iconic characters. It's not perfect, no, by any means, but. It's just, I don't know. I always loved it growing up, and I still love it now. It's very simple, and it has a small cast of characters, and I think that's to its benefit. Um, I said in my review, uh, how is every line delivery in this movie perfect? <laughs> how did they achieve this? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, how did they get that good of a cast? <laughs> who understood the script that well i don't it's i don't true. get it like there's nothing it's so, bad about the voice it's, it's so, so good. good like every line delivery hits so well i don't know how they did it okay <laughs> uh, i gave it a four out of five then on the sixth we watched the 2021 movie the woman in the window the woman in the window uh, amy adams L- love love me some amy adams love love you amy love you amy but this movie wasn't it <laughs> Um, I had heard it was pretty bad, and it was pretty bad. The dialogue was pretty bad. Holy cannoli! This is some of the <laughs> some of the worst dialogue right. I've heard in a the movie in a while. Was, was really probably its worst feature, <laughs> and then like the story itself, just 
it was an well-written mystery. No, it's it's <laughs> it's bad, guys. There I... were some interesting things they did creatively and visually, and you know, Amy Adams is still Amy Adams. You can't go a hundred percent wrong with Amy Adams. Yeah, I said um, in my. I, I guess I'll just read my letterbox reviews for a lot of these. They're really short. Um, occasionally, it does something visually interesting, but outside of that, there's not much to like here, other than its general premise. Yeah, ultimately, I probably would just never watch it again. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna watch it again. I gave it two and a half. I will say, I did admire its kind of Vertigo-inspired uh, production design. It's cool. Yeah, no, like they, there's a lot of interesting concepts in here, but it just it none of it's good. Yeah, none no, of it's well <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not good. Uh, I gave it a two out of five. That extra half stars for Amy. Wow. Uh, then later that very same day. The very same day. Late enough that it was the next day. <laughs> late, enough, um, late enough that it was actually today. <laughs> we watched John Wick yeah. um, for the first time. For the very first time. Unfortunately, it was edited for TV. No. Uh, which, oh, no. to my knowledge, only edited out small bits of dialogue here yeah. and there. It was nothing major that it edited. I, I was actually kind of yeah. surprised. It didn't edit out any of the gore. Yeah, um, no. Well, I mean, TV-14 is a pretty flexible rating, and that's what they rated the recut of it, so... Yeah, but, you know, pretty darn good movie. Pretty pretty great. Um, I can't wait to watch, like, the regular cut of it to, to where you get more of that rhythm that yeah. I, this movie probably should have. This movie, like, definitely has a lot of rhythm to it, and it definitely goes really fast. Like, I was surprisingly fast for how, like, the length of the movie. Like, yeah. we were halfway through, and it was like, whoa. It's got a great sense of, like, narrative momentum, um, and I really, I really love but that But unfortunately, movie. we had ads um, yeah. cutting into the nice... Pacing, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I really enjoyed it. I I didn't know really what I would think of it because like obviously Micah was gonna like it. He had, he made a John Wick inspired short before he had even seen John Wick. Well, uh, yeah, but <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's really good. I don't know if it fully deserved the four and a half that I rated it. Like I more realistically if i were to really yeah, crack down like on four, some of its problems i would probably give it a four unfortunately but like it does have some problems here and there but it does exactly what it sets exactly. out to do and it does it pretty darn well yeah so. i really i really <laughs> like uh i really like the movie john wick yes <laughs> same. and then even later that morning or day we it was already Ryan. it was already past it was, midnight it was by like, the time we started yeah, it was like 12 30 12 40 by the time we turned on Raya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were that's why this episode's a little later today. But oh we've been gosh. doing them late anyway. I feel like we should just officially. Yeah, I was about to say. I've been 12. I've been thinking about pushing back the release time to some time like later in the afternoon, like Two, four, four or five or something like that. Yeah, I don't know, because we're always <laughs> we're always we're always <laughs> we're always late. <laughs> um, which I mean is the reason we pushed it to Monday in the first place. Yeah. But um, yeah, I it's that was that was it. That was her. That was it. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, we watched some good movies. Uh, we watched some bad movies. We watched some bad movies. Um, you should go watch some movies. Go watch Jurassic Park. Go watch Wolf Walkers. Go watch Ooh. John Wick if you're old enough. <laughs> go, go watch John Wick if you're old enough. Exactly. Um and yeah, enjoy movies, guys. Yeah. D- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>